0: Well, okay, so it happened last night when I was – this is the fourth one or whatever. It happened last night when I was at
1: um, – Were we recording?
0: Yeah, I was at Emily's, and um, well, I was just like watching the news. We were watching basketball, and I was like, ah, these games are over. By the way, congrats to your Aggies. I know, dude. They're kicking some butt.
1: They are. Sweet 16 bound, right?
0: Except when do they, ne- when do they play next, Wednesday? I don't know. Oh, come on. Come on, dude. I was on a camping trip, Tom. I know, but you got to be proud
1: and excited about your boys. I am. Okay. Hey, Siri. When do the Texas A&M Aggies play next? Texas A&M meets Michigan in the regional semifinals on Thursday at 6.37
0: p.m. Okay. There you go. Thursday. Thanks, Siri. (laughs) Thank you, Siri. I wish you could thank Siri. And then she would say, you're welcome. Hey, Siri.
1: Thank you. Your wish is my command.
0: Do you ever call you, like, a weird name?
1: Uh, no, but I found out you could do that this week on the trip. Hey, Siri. What's
0: my name? I might have changed it.
1: You're asking me, Ton.
0: Oh. Hey, Siri. Call call me Batman. From now on, I'll call you Batman. And it's funny because okay. he, he sounds like Alfred. Anyway, it's true, <laughs> so
1: it's true. we
0: were talking about something kind of serious, <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, so after after these games yesterday, this news of this last this fourth um whatever bombing came across the airwaves, and I was just like very I was just into it, like focusing on it a lot and thinking about it, and um probably too much, well, and I went home and I was just I was looking on Twitter and stuff and just following it all night and i you know, the cops are coming out with these briefings and stuff like that. And it's, um, it's just scary stuff, you know? And I'm, yeah, I'm please. sitting there and like, usually these things are like a world away, but to think of them happening, like just down the street or like by Emily or, you know, mm-hmm. in our parishioners neighborhoods, neighborhoods, like that's freaky. And that's, that's, that's scary for me. So I had a tough time sleeping last night, but, um, but it wasn't because I was like terrified because I was like following this news stuff um mm. and it's it's just very interesting so
1: it's crazy oh i know yeah i mean i didn't even realize that it was happening until one of the parents was like uh we were praying evening prayer yeah and uh i said are there any other prayer intentions i'd like to pray for all the things all the people back in austin it was like this really w- weird cryptic oh, there were yeah like young kids there Not yeah young, young kids but yeah 10 and 11 year olds there and so she wasn't sure, sure who knew what about what, and uh, right, yeah. And I was like, "What's going on in Austin?" He said, "You didn't hear three people were killed by bombs last week." I was like, "What?"
0: Yeah, so oh. uh, you know, initially people thought they were connected, but this last one's like they're all random. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so it's just, it's tragic and it's it's wild to think that there's someone out there who just like wants to do this for fun. Yeah, you know, or is like entertained or whatever by this, and that's just, I mean, it, the reason that they're doing it might make sense to them, but to us, it's just pure evil, right? Yeah, I mean, it's it, like, it's yeah, it's pure evil. I mean,
1: you're just killing random people. That's yeah. pretty much one of the worst things you could possibly do.
0: Exactly, like it's it's yeah, it's evil and it's mm-hmm. um, it's murder. It's just it's it's terrible. So, uh, so obviously, my prayers, our prayers, are with all these people and with, with the authorities working on this, I'm confident that they'll figure it out, but it's like, uh, just the waiting is the Tom Petty said it best.
1: The waiting is the hardest part.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Will. yeah, it is the hardest part. Anyway. Um,
1: we somehow connected Tom Petty to this terrible, to this terrible tragedy, but seriously, it is, um, breaks my heart that that's happening. And, our community here in Austin mm-hmm. uh, it is I mean it, it, one of our parishioners shared on publicly on Facebook so I don't feel I won't use his name but I feel fine just sharing this story uh that when he got home from a vacation there was a package on his door that he hadn't been expecting and uh and like he approached the package uh, looked at the tracking number put the tracking number in and nothing came up and so he was like Calling the cops. He called the cops that came. And it turned out it was just, like, a misdelivered package for his neighbor. Oh, gotcha. It was fine. But still, it's like, but you it got to be like, careful of all that stuff. Yeah, I you know. know. And, like, how terrible, you know? I know. Like, the fact that you can't even...
0: That we have to be worried about those things. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. You know, I feel like such an old person being, like... The world is so different now. But it's like, I can't even...
1: I mean, there was like before, even before when we were really young, like the Unabomber. Oh, I know. I know. So Yeah. For decades. It's it's not, it's not new. No. It's just,
0: it's just when it becomes real, you're like, oh my gosh. Yeah. I think I understand a lot more. Right in my backyard.
1: Yeah. I think I understand a lot more of like what my, I I always, and I love my mom, but I always would think like (laughs) she doesn't trust people enough. Yeah. yeah, And, uh, and it's not like a. And I, it's still like a balance between fear and worry and trust and stuff like that. And I think she does a great job in reality, but there were some moments where I was like, you just got to trust people. Mom. And I'm like, I'm right. out. like, as you get older and older, you're like,
0: I, probably shouldn't uh, I understand trust you. why
1: people don't trust people, Yeah. which is something I actually think though we have to fight against is because like the vast, vast majority of people are not out. To get anybody, Exactly. Right? That's like, absolutely true. It right. might be a jerk, but they're definitely not trying to hurt someone, right, on purpose.
0: And yeah, I was I was really reflecting on fear last night and anxiety, yeah, and the role that that like, what, what does God want from us in this situation? Like, mm. obviously, we're supposed to trust in Him, but. Um,
1: yeah, but what does that look easier like? Easier
0: <laughs> said than done. Because when you're sitting at home alone in your apartment and you're like, mm-hmm, I could die, <laughs> you know, yeah. that's
1: scary. Oh, sure. Yeah. When
0: you, anytime you realize that your life is precious, it's it's anxiety-inducing. Because we're so used to being in control and we're so used to like, – we don't think about that. I don't. We're young guys, yeah, so yeah, we yeah. don't always yeah. think about death. But when you do, you're when you're confronted with your own mortality, it's
1: um, – It can be kind of scary.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. So, I don't know. I've just, I've been thinking about that. Like, what do we do with anxiety? what do we do with people who are afraid? What do we do when we're afraid?
1: That's actually really good.
0: And I don't know the answer. So, I'm I'm still working on that one. There's a book that I started reading and should finish reading. It's called The Christian and Anxiety by Hans Urs von Balthasar. Oh, really? And, yeah. I don't know what. Is it good? I don't know. I read like the first ten pages on a plane, and then I bought another book and read that one instead.
1: <laughs> you bought like the Hunger Games. And it's just, just no, it. no.
0: It was another. It was another Jesus book. Uh, but dude, I read the Hunger Games in college in a weekend, all three of them.
1: Yeah, me, well, I went. I was. I literally was going to see the ball drop in New York City. Oh yeah, with some friends of mine. Yeah. Terrible experience. Yeah. Why did you do that? That was awful. Well, because it's cool to do one time, but <laughs> never again. Sure. I get Literally, that. you're like herded in to a, a, a um, corral. Like they make yep. everyone get out of Times Square, yep. and then they push you through to check for security, and yep. then you're in. And, and you once you're leave. in, you can't leave. I know. People like you wear diapers leave. and stuff, right? Yeah. It's insane. Well, that's ridiculous. It, yeah. So um, anyway, Hunger Games. Anyway. So we needed some books to read, Yeah, obviously. It was like pre-Kindle. Not really pre-Kindle, but I didn't have a Kindle. Back in the day. And so one of my buddies had The Help. So I read all of The Help.
0: Great book. Great movie, too.
1: Yeah. Um, Read all of The Help. Wow. All Hmm. of The Hunger Games, part one. And I got so addicted to it that I w- literally went and bought the other two books in New York City. That next day? When, like when I w- – I don't remember when I bought it. That's but funny. But two and three or maybe just two and like when I got home finished – three those, in like three yeah, days
0: those books are super easy to read yeah but they're i mean they're, i know they're like addicting and when they get to the love story i'm like ah, skip uh, skip cares, skip yeah. i want to hear about the the uh, utopian the, yeah, drama the dystopian, the dystopian drama Dystopia. or whatever it is yeah
1: i, I actually think that this, i was thinking about that yesterday like what yesterday night um so one of the seventh graders that no eighth graders who was on the trip with me uh we went to so last week i Went with the Boy Scouts to Utah, to Zion National Park. It was amazing. Went to Bryce Canyon with them, and it was really cool. We hiked around. But because Utah is 20 hours away, we spent a lot of time in a car. Oh, my gosh. Uh, One of the kids uh, told me about a book uh, called The Girl Who Ate the Moon, Who Drank the Moon. Oh. It's like a – I don't know. Because one of my favorite questions to ask kids is like, what are you reading? Yeah. What books do you read? Yeah. Um, this kid said it was sort of like, uh, on the level, on the level of, well, he didn't say it exactly like that, but I got the impression that it was like on the level of the giver, which oh, you have read the giver. Yeah, it's a great book. Yeah. Even if you're not, uh, like a 10 year old reading the book. No, it's, it's a good book. Just a I read it in book. high school, I think.
0: Yeah. So, no, um, great school. Sorry.
1: Anyway. So I actually checked the book out of austin public library on my kindle nice which you can do anywhere it's so cool i love it it's this is amazing. not
0: hashtag not an ad for austin public Library. no but
1: well or kindle. i mean <laughs> i'd be fine with that <laughs> what's cool about it is you can check out books like ebooks yeah you don't have to go to the library that's awesome you can read them can you do then, it on your phone too yeah you can read you it just, on any kindle device just, or nook or whatever do other
0: they one. have an app or is it just a
1: website uh, well, you have to get an Austin Public Library card. Okay. And then after that, you can. Just
0: like type in your number and you, you're good to go.
1: Well, you, yeah, you like <clears throat> go online, sign in. Cool. It's
0: really cool. That's really great. Yeah, so libraries you don't have to go are not just
1: library. for books anymore, they're for ebooks <laughs> and periodicals. Ebooks and, are still books. And, no, but they also have videos on there that you can watch. Oh, demand. cool. All sorts of cool like stuff. Like
0: movies? But, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I know. I was like, what the heck? Do the movies download to your phone? Uh, I think you can. Do you just stream them?
1: I think you can download some.
0: They have to, like, expire at some point. Yeah,
1: time. well, like, the ebook expires after three weeks. So wow. It's like a regular checkout. Oh, period.
0: that's awesome. Then yeah. you don't lose the book. Huh? Then you don't have to lose the book. Then you don't have to No, you don't have to it. return, it return just, the
1: book. It's great.
0: It just deletes stuff your phone. That's awesome.
1: It is. So get an Austin Public Library card. Yeah. Thank you for your sponsorship. Let's do, uh, this is not an ad. It's just not an ad. <laughs> this is just me. Uh, anyway, so I checked out this book. I didn't have Wi-Fi, so I couldn't download it then. But I started it the day I got back Yeah. Here. Uh, that night when I was going to sleep. Yeah. And, uh, I've, I've enjoyed the first five chapters. I literally the had The girl to get, who drank the moon. I think it's the girl who drank the moon. Yeah. Uh, and I, I literally had to like tell myself I'm going to sleep now. Cause I wanted to keep reading. I love when I happens. love,
0: I love books like that. That has only happened to me with a few select books. Usually books put me to sleep. Like that's why I oh. can read them before you know, cause it's like sure. lulls me to sleep. Yeah. But there are some books in the world that I just. I've stayed up all night reading. Yeah, 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 It's like you go to bed at nine and you look at the clock and it's three and you're, and you're like, like, Oh crap. Oh my I have, to, gosh, get up at I have six. to go to bed. This is ridiculous. <laughs>
1: yeah. No, I, uh, I used to love doing that. And I, the other thing that I love doing is, um, falling asleep, reading a book yeah. like, and letting myself be able to fall asleep. Yeah. Anyway, but, um, it's so weird because anyway, I really liked the book so mm-hmm. far. Good. So I'm looking forward to it. But last night, I went into my, we were hanging out, Father James and Father Doug and I, after everything was <clears throat> over, and we were just watching these ridiculous, uh, uh, this ridiculous CNN program about the Popes that was just like absolute ridiculous. I'm sure
0: Father Doug had some issues with the... Oh,
1: it was so funny. Um, <laughs> he was like, they don't fact check this, come on. Uh, <laughs> well, just the way that they like make them look, it's like... Oh. this is this young dude just walking around like a uh you know like a, a melancholic it's 14 year old like I can't even i I don't even know how to describe it. It's just ridiculous um, uh, anyway, so I was like okay, I'm gonna go to bed and i'm gonna I'm gonna read this book yeah you like, have for- something better to do I forgot that my Kindle was up here, and I was really sad because oh. I was like, what am I gonna read? I ended up reading a book on preaching, which was fine. But it wasn't quite as engaging as...
0: It's more technical.
1: Yeah, it was just so interesting because I could literally stay up for a really long time reading...
0: Yeah, see, I have to do a better job of finding fiction books to read. Because I gravitate towards these theology things and this stuff about like... There's this church, or this, this church. There's this church. There's this church <laughs> you might that have I'm heard. reading. <laughs> it's called The Catholic church. There's this book that I have been meaning to read forever. I just can't bring myself to do it because it's so technical. Yeah. And because it's so, like, pastoral and theological. It's called Towards an Adult Church. Huh. And I'm, like, the adult f- formation director, so <laughs> I should read it. I just can't do it because I, I'm so tired of reading, like, theology stuff. Yeah. You know, so it's good to make, mi- not tired of, but it's good to mix in the, the fiction with the... Yeah. <clears throat> the non so
1: yeah but balancing that is hard because like mm-hmm. there's a there's something that's like like i've been plodding my way through john of the cross for a while and i kind of made sure. a goal to read a lot of it in spanish <clears throat> rather than in english because I, I really get more out of it when i read yeah, it in Spanish. Right, but it's a lot right. harder to read in spanish right i mean like i can read most of what he says yeah. first pass through but um it's just like last night, I, my John of the Cross book was sitting there on the table, and I could have read it, but mm-hmm. it's like a different type of reading to me. Like I can read the exactly. preaching book and I it's, can read the fiction exactly. book in bed, but if I'm reading John of the Cross, like I gotta like sit. Well, it's like sit a, up, and you know, it's a spiritual
0: memoir, right? Yeah. And he's like very mystic, mystical. Yeah, right? so well, it's it tougher to read too. Yeah, it is. And so <clears throat> I've never read any of his stuff.
1: I think that there's like a I should, but. Yeah, So Robert Barron, Bishop Robert Barron, came to the seminary I was at one time. Yeah. Uh, my first year. And he said something that I th- I've haven't done, but I hope to do. And, well, I've done some. But he was like, pick an author. Mm-hmm. And just read. Yeah. Like, as much as you possibly can. Yeah. Because, especially when you're young, you can read faster because your eyes... <laughs> Work. Your eyes work. You might not understand everything, but you can read more. Mm -hmm. He was like, yeah, when you get to my age, it's like harder to read. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, dang. I know. I know, yeah.
0: Um, Well, that's what I've been trying to do with theologians, like von Balthasar. I've always been interested, intrigued by him. Yeah. And so I'm like, well, I'm going to get a couple of his books. So I got a few of his books, and I just haven't sat down to read them yet. But it's like, you got to get to know the author. You got to get to know the theologian. Yeah. It becomes Um, easier and easier. Because... Theology and spirituality isn't just like written down, but it's also it's also lived out and it's in this person's soul mm-hmm. and they put their soul into their writing. Yeah. And so I think the more time... I think, I know, of course, he's right. But I think that's that's wise because the more time you spend with an author, um, the more you get to know who who they are and their spiritual journey, you mm-hmm. know? I don't know. Henry Nouwen. I, I get that a lot with Henry Nouwen. You read Henry Nouwen's books and, you and, you kinda, and you're like, you're like oh, this, is this, you is this is where you were at. This is where you were at in your life. And like, I can... I can plot your, your life's journey according to your writings.
1: Interesting. You've he, read a lot of him?
0: Uh I'm more probably more than any other author, besides like JK Rowling. <laughs> more than any other JK Rowling. More than any other spiritual writer, I
1: think. The Uniting Principle of Everyone from Age Twenty to Thirty. Harry Potter.
0: <laughs> those were those books I couldn't put down. Oh dude. Agree or disagree, I don't know, people. But uh, uh, yeah. I loved I love those we books. We
1: bought the first three books when I was in fourth grade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was in fourth grade at a book fair. Yeah, we bought the first three books. After that, midnight release every book. Dude, same. Like,
0: I left a <laughs> I left a a birthday party to go home and read Harry Potter. It was like a pool party. There were cute girls there. I left <laughs> to go read the last Harry Potter book, and I was like, "I'm out of here."
1: I don't I care. I gotta go finish <laughs> this
0: book. My mom brought it to me. It was great. <laughs> she like went to Barnes and Noble to buy it. And she she like called me or was telling me she's like I'll pick you up at this time. I have the book, and I was all about it. Went home, stayed up all night and read it.
1: Yeah, it was oh, awesome. those were the days, man. Stayed mm-hmm. up all night reading. And I was
0: like, now I got to wait a whole other year.
1: Yep. Nah, you just read, keep rereading them.
0: I haven't done that yet, but I oops, I should. Uh, yeah. Anyway, we mentioned a few seconds ago, <laughs> a few minutes ago,
1: <laughs> we've been going good.
0: that you went to Utah. Anna. So I did. Uh, it was just like a Boy Scout trip. Yeah, it was, it was just like, was it for a badge or was it just for fun?
1: No, I mean they. Um, <clears throat> so one of the things the scouts do obviously is camp. Usually sure. they camp closer mm-hmm. to to home, but since it was spring break, I think some of the older scouts were like, we want to go somewhere. Cool. And uh, they, from what I understand, they plus the scoutmaster and a couple other adults really planned the trip and. Uh, I was really along for the ride, man. Um, Sweet, it was pretty cool. I I went to their, um, I think it's called Blue and Gold Night. Yeah, which is yeah. where the Cub Scouts like rank up. Yeah, to <laughs> the go, Boy Scouts. Yeah, yeah. And, well, and they like within Cub Scouts they rank up, but the boys, the Cub Scouts become Boy Scouts also at this uh, Blue and Gold Night, and so there are a bunch of a um, bunch of our kids from the school who ranked up into scouts. Cool. And then uh, some of those kids went to this thing, so it's like <laughs> their first which is ridiculous. It's like their first camp out in Utah. They've been Boy Scouts for two weeks and their first camp out is going to Zion National Park. That's pretty cool. Which is amazing. Yeah. But hopefully it's not too much of a letdown to go to like Right. Some place Big in Texas. Bend or <laughs> well not Big Bend Big Bend will be cool, but uh, like Lost Pines, Scout Ranch or whatever. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but it
0: sounds like <laughs> Well, okay, so did you guys like hike or yeah. so it was So we
1: got we left on a, a Saturday. Mm-hmm. We drove to Albuquerque, New Mexico. Okay. And then we got up, went to mass at a at a parish there in Sweet. Albuquerque uh, in downtown in like the square. It was cool. pretty cool.
0: I've always wanted to go to Albuquerque.
1: Um church was really the church was beautiful. Cool. Um and then we drove from there to Zion National Park. Set up some tents um and camped ran into shannon swinson uh <laughs> at <laughs> zion national park yeah it's uh, awesome and he uh he like because he i guess he was up in nevada for a, a family event and mm-hmm. um he made a point of coming down there and saying hi it's it great pretty cool wow that's awesome so they they uh so his good. family hiked awesome. the narrows which is we didn't do the narrows it's it's like where you can Go into the river, basically. Like, mm-hmm. So you're like hiking in the river, mm-hmm. um, walking through the water. Yeah. Uh, so there's a little bit of a risk of like flash flooding and that kind of thing. And <laughs> Meh. So for Shannon and his family, that was cool. But the Boy Scouts decided that that was not a good idea to do. Um, but we hiked some pretty cool hikes. We did. Um, we did this on Monday. We did a mm, about five mile thing of Hidden Canyon. Okay. So you had to you climbed up a bunch of switchbacks. like twenty of them, uh, and then. We went into this canyon and there was a, like a hole. There were some rocks that had fallen and you had to climb through this hole huh. into the canyon.
0: Heck no. Uh, what was it wasn't like you could see daylight I, on both sides, nope. dude. Uh, maybe.
1: You could totally have done it.
0: Those like, spelunking adventures you know, it that you see spelunking, on YouTube. Dude. But you know what I'm talking about where you see people on YouTube and they're like yeah, well, I've, in a crack. done
1: some in. in we got to go to Enchanted Rock. I'll show you the canyon. I will
0: then. never do that. I can't I can't. Like wait, To be like Pressed in on both sides By a rock
1: You're not pressed in on both sides Well
0: there's some that Like you're in there You're like in a hole And it's I couldn't do I <laughs> I'd die <laughs> I'd just pass out And die right there and, I can like go in a cave That'd be great But like to be In such a tight, a tight space Yeah I couldn't do that
1: Yeah anyway So <laughs>
0: This is just Tom's fears This is the <laughs> section Where we discuss Tom's greatest fears Tom's greatest fears Small spaces
1: Small spaces <laughs> Um, that's why he has the biggest office in the place. <laughs> ladies ah! and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, yes. Hey so, man, Never mind. Don't hate. Yep. Okay. Um, so yeah, we did that. We did some other cool, um, hike. we hiked in Bryce Canyon, which is pretty awesome. Cool. It's like this weird looking landscape. Is that what you sent me a picture of? Uh, maybe. I, I don't know. know. Okay. I don't, I don't know. I don't remember. But in Bryce Canyon, so what's weird about it is, is I guess it was somewhat formed by water, okay. But mostly formed by wind. Oh. Yeah. in like freezing and thawing and freezing and thawing. Cool. And so it's just like this these weird hoodoos. They're the called what? hoodoos. You can put a picture <laughs> of one for our our cover or something. It's you like in charge of that. Okay. You have well, to talk to the
0: lady who's in charge of that.
1: Anyway. <laughs> But hoodoos are like a, uh, they're like pillars. Okay. I guess the best. They're like stalagmites? Like a, a totem pole.
0: Oh, but okay. But
1: it's completely naturally occurring, made out of rock. Wow. And so it's, it's weird looking, dude. Like there's fields of them. Interesting. And uh, so. Did you
0: guys have like a guide or did you have to look all this no, stuff up?
1: No, we just, I mean, you, just you have a map. It. Yeah, you Google and, it. Uh, you just go for it. How but do you, you spell hoodoo? H-O-O-D-O-O. I should have figured that out. Hoodoo,
0: hoodoo. Let's see. Let's look at one. It's of It's like these voodoo, but oh yeah, yeah. I've seen one of these things. They're just like rocks on a precipice.
1: Mm, the, it's see. like
0: a it's like a spire of yeah.
1: rock, like these guys. This is great for podcasting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah this those, is that's our... from Bryce Canyon, right there. That picture. Cool. So we did an eight. That mile, is what you sent me a picture yeah, of. I think we did an eight mile loop in Bryce Canyon. Nice, and that was a pretty good hike. And then we climbed to the top of a. Uh, the canyon in zion uh, the next day and that was like an eight mile hike cool um so i mean it was a really amazing experience like the the hikes were were awesome and i love being in nature but the best part of it was uh a lot of it i invited the yeah. kids to pray a lot yeah and they responded that's a great. lot to pray that's great so um it was really
0: you've really also cool. developed a good relationship with them you've been with them yeah, a lot right some these of them. especially your, the school kids yeah
1: I mean not all of these kids were Catholic school kids um some of them weren't even Catholic or some of them um, weren't going to mass on the on the ray or sure. whatever but uh all of them were were uh, open and they cool. and they were good kids right sure like they, I mean like, and you
0: had a good time like you put boys out in the wilderness, and they're going to have a great time, usually. Yeah. Usually.
1: Uh, and I, I mean, there's definitely a learning experience. You, When you're moving in a group like that, you have to sacrifice a lot. I
0: thought you were going to say, like, a member or two no, here and there. Well,
1: no. <laughs> usually, you don't do that. But, right. um, like, I'm 26, right? So, basically, if it was me and my buddies, we could just go.
0: You could have done 12 miles.
1: Yeah, or we could have done... Or whatever. Yeah, we would have backpacked. I would have backpacked. And I still think that... Um, like for the older kids that's probably a better experience of having to but that wasn't what the, the group was doing right yep, and so yep. um to sacrifice for the group and to to um help kids um with everything from like uh i can't figure out this thing mm-hmm. to uh i'm car sick and i just oh, threw up man uh, you know Rough. It, you know in just to be there for them, it was right, a really sure. good experience and we're like shared life. Shared life is where yeah. like how people come to know Christ. It's right. Community. I was literally thinking about, um, at one point, like I could, I could see this experience of, um, one of the kids said to me, he was like, I didn't know you before we came. He was one of the older kids. He was like, I didn't know who you were before we came. And I was kind of like, who's this dude? And like, yeah. what's he, what's he doing? What's his deal. What's his deal. Um, but he was like, yeah, you're pretty cool. And like, <laughs> I, like, I don't say that because like it was the an approval ego boost. Of a
0: 12, a uh, 12 year old. No, <laughs> it was like a 15 year old. Oh, um, okay. Come on, oh, that's come on. a lot more. Dude. No, no,
1: no. But, uh, but the, the point being, um, what that allowed for, like that trust and that relationship that had been yeah. built was we like on one of our drives, we talked a lot about like, why are priests not married? Why, are mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. what is, what is this thing? What is that thing? You know, like, uh, what's the church believe about this? And yeah. um, it was just cool. Like, I mean, that that oh, yeah. was how people, it was like the Sherry Waddell. Like, yeah, I right. I mean, that's like, exactly what I'm right, thinking of. Yeah. Like the trust. What yeah. Is she's it? got trust five the person, stages yeah, trust of a person. Right. And then the, like, curiosity. curiosity. So I could like yep. see it happening. That's awesome. Which was really cool. And so I'm praying for those kids and, um, you know, just that the Lord continues to work in their life especially if there are ones that weren't practicing the faith or whatever, but even the ones that are like right. just to be open to, like, I think there's boys from our school who are called to be priests and sure. there's, everyone's called to do something right. So whether it be a husband and father or, or a priest, um, and I think there's kids that could be great priests and great fathers sure. from our school. And I just want to encourage them to do like to follow Christ in a radical way. Yeah.
0: And it takes, it takes adults spending time with these kids yeah. to get to know them, to identify that them in them and say, Hey, have you ever thought about, yeah. Like that's why I considered priesthood and yeah. seminary is because people said to me like,
1: you, you know, thought about you'd
0: be a great priest. Yeah. And more often than not, I'd be like, you don't know what you're talking about, but yeah. it, it But that's important for that to happen, you know, over and over again. So I think by spending time with these kids and, and just hearing them right and developing a relationship of trust, like
1: knowing their strengths and knowing, like seeing and being able to name, like I was able to, to tell some of the kids, I was like, you're really good at this. Mm -hmm. Like you have this gift. Mm -hmm. And, um, that I think is really important. I saw other adults doing the same thing, um, on the trip and, you know, of course you have to correct kids and you have sure. to make sure that they're being safe and you have to tell them no sometimes. But I think um,
0: especially with young boys that that actually helps build respect. Oh, sure, yeah. When you correct them, they're yeah. like, "Oh, he's
1: not messing around." Yeah. Okay, like we're, I have to respect serious. him. Yeah. We're serious. Right. We're serious. We you know, we're not we're not playing as Father Father James <laughs> says, we're not playing around, we're playing church here. We're being church
0: here. Oh wait, that's the name of our podcast.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's where it came from. <laughs> we're all
0: very aware
1: we're all very aware uh all of you 10 listeners out there seriously 10 listeners um well it
0: sounds like a good weekend dude and it sounds like uh it was a good week it was it sounds like it was nice to get away just to be there's a uh quote from thomas merton and he says um, every man should at least once in his life man and woman obviously uh spend one night in the forest just yeah. like sitting there awake, just listening to everything and being in the forest. There's like something about that. being in the outdoors that's like...
1: I like it.
0: It's like strong, yeah. strong God moment, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For all of us, I think.
1: I, I agree. I think that is, Yeah. I totally agree. Okay, cool. No, I mean, like, there's just nothing... <laughs> there's like, nothing more to say. Being that's all in right. nature and you're just looking... I, one of the things I tried to emphasize with the boys over and over again, because I would sometimes lead like a little reflection at the end of the night, was just like God made this, mm-hmm. which you're looking at right now. He made it so that you could look at it. That's right. Like it's a gift to mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. specifically, mm-hmm. right here, right now. Um, so, oh yeah. man, Mark, Mulsion, Mark everybody. Mark Moulson's <laughs> coming in. <laughs> What's here up, dude?
0: That's okay. We're just uh, we're just talking about Will's Utah experience. Yeah, that's all. Anyway, but we're about done. Yeah, we are. We're about done. Anyway, so thanks for listening to this week's episode of The Being Church Podcast. We love you. We're praying for you. And we'll see you next week.
1: Go be church.